Welcome to What's Next, Cornet Global's podcast that puts members on the microphone with thought-provoking, profession-shaping conversations and commentary. Uh, good afternoon, Cornet Global. This is uh, Mark McDonald, uh, Vice President of Strategy and Customer Success here at CoStar Real Estate Manager. I'm joined today by Melissa Moan from Train Technologies. Melissa is a leader in the Global Real Estate Strategy and Planning Group at Train. And today we'll be discussing a little bit more about real estate portfolio optimization and leveraging uh, real estate market data and applications uh, in order to do so. Melissa, thanks so much for uh, for joining us today. Certainly appreciate the time. Uh, I know that uh, the folks here at Cornet are, are uh, hopefully excited to hear a little bit more about you and your background and you know your you know mission within the real estate group at uh, at Train Tech. But before we we jump in, would you mind uh, perhaps giving us a, a brief background, kind of your your experiences in corporate real estate uh, and, and with Cornet, and uh, and maybe a bit more about the Train Tech portfolio uh, before we get into it. Sure. I'm very happy to be here with you today, Mark, and uh, look forward to the discussion. I've been in corporate real estate for train for 14 years. Uh, prior to that, I spent 20 years in sales, marketing, and dealer development. My current real estate focus is really on strategic planning, mergers and acquisitions, and transaction management. And started working in Ingersoll Rand in 2001 with the Thermo King business unit. Probably over that time period, I've done over 40 acquisitions and a couple of uh, major spinoffs. Uh, one of them, uh, one of the acquisitions was actually Train in 2008. So Ingersoll Rand acquired Train, and actually that's when I uh, dipped my uh, toe into the real estate waters. For, for the first time, as we looked at how to most effectively consolidate and co-locate the global portfolio between Ingersoll Rand and Train. Interesting enough, the latest spinoff that I was involved when, was in March of 2020, and that's when Train spun off Ingersoll Rand, and the company I work for became Train Technologies. I think you also mentioned uh, kind of my involvement in Cornet. I've been a Cornet member since 2016. And once I joined, I really decided fairly quickly I wanted to take advantage of the opportunity to expand my real estate knowledge and build a broader network of real estate colleagues. And so I decided to start taking Cornet classes and really set the goal early on of getting my MCR designation. And that was just a great, the classes that I took from advanced negotiations to finance to leadership essentials, um, and then the capstone class were just phenomenal um, classes. And if uh, anybody who's listening to this has not partaken in taking any of those classes or has only taken a couple and is thinking that they should take another one, I would strongly encourage it. Excellent. Much appreciated. And, uh, and, and thank you for the background. Now, as a corporate real estate leader for, uh, for Train Tech, can you share with us maybe two or three of the, the biggest challenges or, or opportunities that, that you're working with your line of business leadership on right now as it relates to real estate? Sure. You know, since most of our portfolio is, has industrial or warehouse, I would have to say the lack of inventory in the industrial market and the high and rising rates in most key markets is a big challenge right now. It's really making it more difficult in negotiations. One of the things we're very thankful for, and you know, one of the things I didn't touch on before was the size of our portfolio. We have approximately 700 leased locations across the um, globe and equals about 17 million square feet. And we have another 70 owned locations and about 11 million square feet. So, 
if we look at our total portfolio, 50% approximately is in the US and the other 50% is the rest of the world. And we have locations in 55 countries. So we have a fairly uh, vast portfolio, and, but it is uh, much of it is focused on the industrial markets, which um, is a little bit different right now than the office environment. Sorry, jumping into just a couple of the things. We mentioned the challenge of that. I will tell you, because we've been in locations for a long time and we have a good relationship with many of our landlords, we are very thankful for that. And it's allowed us to maintain locations where maybe we want to have or found relocation opportunities with existing landlords because of our relationships. A couple of the other just big challenges is, as I'm sure most of the people that are listening to this can attest, it is a very dynamic market right now, and we are really needing to make decisions quickly to secure space that meets the business needs. One of the, you know, last week, there were two properties that were available on Monday for us to go look at. And by Tuesday morning, we had set up site visits for Wednesday, Tuesday morning, um, those sites were gone. So it, when you say dynamic, it is really changing that quickly. Very interesting. Thank, thanks for sharing. You know, w- one of the things that, that we've talked about in the past, and, and I think it would be helpful to share with the audience, are maybe ways that your team leverages real estate market data and, uh, and analytics in order to, you know, either optimize the portfolio and or to, to manage lease renewals, if you could go into that a bit. Yeah, we really use the market data to identify opportunities on ways for us to actually reduce the footprint or look at co-location or consolidation opportunities. Um, It's something that from the very first day that I started in real estate, the focus has been on co-locating and consolidating where we possibly can and really looking at it from a market area perspective. Where do we have locations and multiple locations in a market? When are the leases expiring? What is the type and size of space? And all of that data helps us to align the portfolio and then identify quickly opportunities. Excellent. And, you know, in terms of the access to that information and and I think help with speed of decision making, can you you talk about just kind of helping to build the credibility of the the corporate real estate group internally with with business unit leadership? Well, especially when we're, you know, looking at um, different information, whether it be, you know, in, we actually use CoStar portfolio and property management, and it really gives us quick access to to data related to vacancy rates and rents and trends. And we're able to use that as we um, look at opportunities and make recommendations for what the best option is for the business. And as we have that strong market data and fact-based data, it helps to build the credibility with the business leadership. When we sit in front of them, we have credibility because we have facts to back it up. Excellent. And you know, I, I know that uh, obviously operating on a global scale, uh, you have relationships with a number of uh, you know, real estate service providers. Can you talk a little bit about you know, leveraging that information or um, you know, uh, other tools you know, used in order to, to better collaborate with your, your, uh, your broker partners? Sure. You know, oftentimes at the start of a project, we are more kind of looking at the broader market and initial assessment of the area on a broader base of vacancy rates in general and rental rates in general. And we're also working with the business team on really identifying their size, location, and type of space. Once we have that data and information from the business, 
that's when we usually reach out to the local business partner from a broker perspective to utilize their expertise related to the specific local market knowledge, honing in on options that best match the needs of the business, and then really just determining what are the best options. As I look at it, it's really, we're a team and we're leveraging their market and business expertise, as well as our corporate real estate knowledge of the business requirements and the culture of the business to really set us up for success. Excellent. You know, I think what we're seeing from some other customers and, and I think we what we've talked through at, at Train Tech is, is kind of, you know, c- coming out of the pandemic, a number of corporate real estate teams are being asked to, to, to do more with less. And so, you know, one of the ways to, to perhaps enable that is to, you know, leverage uh, technology to, to be a bit more proficient and uh, to, to get a better grasp on the real estate portfolio. So can you talk through, you know, a little bit of the, the tools and, and perhaps business process that your team is doing to, uh, to, to accommodate that on behalf of TrainTech? Yeah, from a managing the portfolio perspective, I think I mentioned about um, us using CoStar portfolio, and we also have the lease administration database. And we really, we utilize that as our central repository and quickly being able to glean from our transaction managers, what's going on related to the deal terms that we currently have today, understanding key information and being able to pull reports on what options to renew do we have, what options to terminate do we have, what is the rates that we're currently paying, what opportunities are there where we may be paying more than we should be. Let's face it, with the office environment today, there's a, a pretty good opportunities for uh, looking at uh, reducing our costs on that front as the industrial and warehouse costs are going up. So we definitely are leveraging the data in, in our uh, database to be able to help us with that. Excellent. And then, you know, outside of the, the you know, real estate portfolio management and, you know, uh, the lease information, what are, what are some other tools that, that are used, you know, to, you know, maybe better get a better grasp of, you know, what's happening within the, the facilities or, or, you know, how space might be being utilized? So we try to take a step back at the beginning of a project and really analyze, and some of the stuff is in the database, but others of key information on what is the true types of space, how many offices, how many workstations, what does the current space look like from an overall type and utilization, and then having that information and kind of a space calculator where we're actually determining what are the future needs for the business based upon how they see utilizing the space going forward. Excellent. Thanks for that. I, I will tell you also, um, you know, I, I have a, um, we have a, we like to say it um, within uh, the train technologies real estate team, we have a, a small but mighty team um, within the real estate group and uh and uh, one of the things of talking to, to them and some of the information I'm sharing um, came from some discussions um, with them over time. Um, we all agree that we probably don't leverage technology or our um, database information um, nearly enough. So that's uh, in terms of areas of opportunity, uh, we still have a long ways to go in that front. Excellent. Well, we're uh, excited to help you get there uh, or, or help along the way. You know, apart from what we've discussed uh, thus far, Melissa, can you share with us maybe what else that leadership, you know, within your organization is asking of the, the corporate real estate team or, you know, what are, what are some of the other areas of focus perhaps that we haven't talked about just yet? Probably one of the big things that we end up serving 
as in the department that doesn't maybe get recognized. And I think this probably is the case for some other real estate personnel out there. It's We are really being asked to serve as a facilitator oftentimes across business units who sometimes have very different priorities and needs while also being co-located in a site. So um, we uh, we are uh, tending to leverage our facilitation skills to, uh, to try to come to common ground at times in those uh, in those interesting meetings where two different business uh, leaders might have uh, differing opinions about what the uh, future should look like. Uh, a business relationship mediator uh, <laughs> sourced from corporate real estate, huh? Especially it really as we're looking at future of work and what does the office of the, the future look like? There are so many differing opinions right now. And as we look at it, I don't know what the new normal or if we will know what the new normal is for years to come. Um, there's just so many different thoughts out there still today. Yeah, I think we're, we're seeing that across our customers as well. Just the, the, the pendulum uh, swinging in one direction or the other. And, and uh, I think everyone trying to get a handle on where that's going to settle. So I think you know, you're certainly not alone. And uh, I think uh, the, the next few years will be uh, interesting in that regard as you know, people continue to, to, to react to both what's happening within their, uh, their own you know, resource mix and pool and, and, and the impact that that will eventually have on their, on their real estate footprint. One of the other things, I mean, really looking at and being challenged from our business leaders is also to look at designing and building really attractive and, and sustainable spaces that are definitely more flexible from a, from a layout as well as furniture applications. We're kind of learning every day on that front. And I think um, kind of being challenged to do that is uh, it, we're in exciting times right now. Yeah, we're we're starting to to hear some of that even from the landlord side and and a real focus on tenant experience and uh, you know how how can uh, both the the tenant and and landlord kind of craft a, uh, a a location and you know an environment where you know people want to 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 come to and and certainly you know is is going to support the the collaborative nature of work for you know um, the 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 office footprint remaining. We really are cases, seeing not that just way. office. Right, it isn't. And, and we're seeing kind of that liaison between the landlords and the business unit. I mentioned the, um, the relationships, really asking landlords who maybe were not looking at how we could reconfigure existing space the, to match our future need, and having more of an openness and a willingness to, to look at actually demoing um, office space so that it frees up more warehouse space, as well as looking at how do you create an office environment that really is going to attract and retain um, talent going forward, understanding who we are trying to attract and what kind of image we're trying to convey, and partnering with landlords to recreate existing spaces has been really um, a fun and exciting thing that we've, we've seen over the last several months. That's uh, that's excellent, and uh, no, I appreciate the insight. Um, anything else you'd, you'd care to share with us relative to um, you know what what you're uh, seeing right now in the in, in the current real estate industry, or or um, you know faced with? 
you know, sometimes every day is a brand new day. <laughs> it, it really is. Um, having been in business for over 30 years, I, this, this time of my life is very, um, very much um, exciting because of the unknowns of what, um, what we see to come and as well as just the, the industrial market and the, the vacancy rates being at an all-time low across the board. One of my uh, coworkers, um, when I was asking him, you know, kind of what are, what are you having, you know, what are things that, uh, that um, leadership is asking you to do that you're finding, you know, to be a challenge. And um, he jokingly said, finding options that don't exist in many markets today. <laughs> okay. I think that sums up pretty well uh, some of the challenges we have right now. Well, Excellent. Uh, and, you know, on behalf of CoStar and, and Cornet Global, Melissa, very much appreciate your uh, your time and, and, uh, and insights today. And, and I think we're excited to share this with the, the, the Cornet community. Thanks so much. Thank you so much, Mark. This concludes this episode of What's Next. Want to record a podcast of your own? Have an idea or point of view you'd like to share? Visit CornetGlobal.org to learn more.